Universe, I got breaking Bellator news. So, put out my post earlier today about Rampage signing with Bellator, signing back with Bellator, and how excited I was about the heavyweight division in Bellator because I had so many named fighters. There was one name that I left off the list because I forgot that he was with Bellator. And that's Frank Mir. Frank Mir is in Bellator. And guess what? Scott Coker announced that there is going to be a Bellator heavyweight Grand Prix to name the new champion. That's right. Eight fighters fighting in tentpole events all across the nation for Bellator. One per car like probably once a month or so to crown the new champion in 2018 i can't wait not only are they going to do that here are the fighters that they have here are the fighters that are going to be fighting for it i already said frank Mir. he's in there i already talked about rampage he's in there we know fatal is going to be in there big country's going to be in there Matt Mitrione is going to be in there. And then to spice things up, they said, let's add a couple money weights. How about the king of money weights? King Mo, that's right. Now I just stand up, shout out, salute to my Yoruba brother, King Mo, is going to be in there. He's fought at heavyweight before. As a matter of fact, his last fight was at heavyweight against Rampage. He's going to be in there. He's also fought. Uh, Mirko Krokop at heavyweight so it's nothing for him to fight at heavyweight he just doesn't have to cut any weight in order to do it Bader that's right Ryan Darth Bader who just defended his Bellator light heavyweight belt last week is stepping up to the challenge jumping into the money weight pool and trying to get his second belt under Bellator and the man who probably coined the term money fight, or at least put money fights on the map, Chael P. Sonnen, the bad guy, is going to be fighting at heavyweight in this Grand Prix. It's exciting. It's exciting. It, it, I mean, it's just exciting to have all of these fighters to see how it's all going to play out. I am fairly confident that whoever Chael fights first Chell is going to lose to, but hey, who doesn't mind seeing Chell Sonnen get beat up, you know, by, by a raise of hands? Oh, everybody? Everybody wants to see Chell get beat up? Okay. Well, I'm sure there are a couple people that don't want to see him get beat up, uh, but you don't have a choice in this matter. Well, you do have a choice. Don't watch the fight. <laughs> All right. In other Bellator news, I was right. The fight started at 4 p.m., in Ireland, which meant it was going to be on tape delay here in the U.S. But guess what happened? Guess what happened? It's in Ireland. We know who is the face of MMA, period, and where he's from. He's from Ireland, from Dublin, Ireland. And Conor McGregor can't go anywhere without making a scene. 
This time, he lost his mind, though. Told you about Chad Kelly fighting on his card. Didn't know that he was also out of SBG Ireland. Chad Kelly won the fight. Just like in the last SBG fight uh, that happened not too long ago. Oh, my goodness. And now that I think about it, it's the same ref, too. Um... Oh my gosh, I can't think of the ref's name right now. It escapes me, but he's like the face of refing uh, in Europe. But he's the one who told Connor, hey, sit up. I mean, shut up and sit down, go somewhere, stop the fight. And told Connor to get away from the ring when Artem was fighting. He was running all around the ring trying to shout out uh, uh, different strategies to Artem. When, oh, well, let me stop and say this Connor jumped in the ring. Number one, outsiders are not allowed in the ring. I mean, the, the fight was over. He probably would have been all right walking into the ring through the door, but he jumped over the cage into the ring. Okay, I had to do a part two. I didn't know I ran out of time. Should have been two parts in the first place. Anyway, the referee is Mark Goddard. Mark Goddard was the one who ref this fight. He's the one that Conor McGregor pushed. Yeah, that's right. Conor McGregor was pushing and just acting a plum fool in the ring with the Bellator officials. Not only did he do that, but after they got him out of the cage, he ran around, jumped back up on top of the cage. Another official came to tell him to get down and he slapped him like he was from Stockton and like Nate Diaz slapped him in their first fight. It was crazy. So you know that Dana White is turning 12 shades of red right now. Number one, we know what he said about fighters touching officials. That's why Jason Hyde doesn't have a job in the UFC now. And I forget, it, I think it was one other uh, fighter that he put out for touching and officials like he'll never be back he'll never be back you, you don't do that you absolutely don't do that he pushed him hard and he wasn't even fighting and here's the other thing that i know is chapping dana's hide right now this is in bellator <laughs> it's not even in the ufc so now people are going to be tuning in to Bellator. They're going to have great ratings tonight because Conor McGregor acted a plum fool. This is bananas. It's bananas. And it's all the same ref. Mark Goddard, how much poetic justice <laughs> would it be if in Conor's next fight, Mark Goddard was the referee? Oh, man, that would, that would be bananas. That would be bananas. Anyway, you got to tune in to Bellator tonight. If you're a fight fan, got to tune in to Bellator tonight. In the meantime, though, click on the link in the preview, or I should say in the description. It'll take you to YouTube. You can see kind of acting crazy. And I'm going to come back and somehow... Also put a link for the other video feed, which was not captured by Bellator. It was on someone's phone where Connor slapped the other uh, official. Whew, man, Friday night 
is a good time for fight fans and this weekend in general. So salute to all those veterans who have paved the way for us to live in this great country of ours. And again, what better way to honor those who have fought than to have a weekend full of great fights. All right, I will be coming back with some audio for uh, the fights. And you know what? I, I may leave the post for, well, no, I don't know how I'll do that. But anyway, I'll be coming back once Bellator comes on and giving some updates about the fights. So until then, take care. The bottom early. Hey, 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 Thought Red has really put the pressure on him late. Hey. Oh, nice knee. Final seconds of the round. Big swing and a miss. McGregor going after the ref. I didn't see any problem with that stoppage. I don't know what he's upset about. And all of a sudden, Conor McGregor going after the referee. That is crazy. And his guy won. Charlie Wolf is his guy. All right. You heard it here. Conor McGregor goes ballistic after his fighter, his bodyguard, Charlie Ward, won his fight on the Bellator 187 card. I'm so glad I got a chance to see this on my television versus seeing the clips and things online because it makes all the sense in the world now why kind of went crazy now again i already told you there's a little bit of history here between mark goddard and conor mcgregor from artem lobov's fight uh goddard stopped the fight told Connor, go sit down somewhere be quiet you cannot share strategy and give pointers from outside the ring you're not a ring person he wasn't in uh he wasn't in artem's corner when he was doing all that and on top of that he was just running around the octagon well in this situation again he jumped in the ring shouldn't have jumped in the ring that was wrong kind of was wrong on that however looking at everything kind of hugging his man or whatever the people come in split it up he hugs him again and you know kind of goes on about his way mark goddard as he's walking away turns to connor says something has his uh has one hand in his chest then takes the other hand and pushes him away and then walks off that's when connor loses his stuff that's when he goes clean off and goes after the ref and starts pushing the ref now i see it again it wasn't that bad of a push it was you know more like hey why are you pushing me kind of deal so looking at it again now him slapping the uh the official that's a whole nother story 
but his issues with Mark Goddard, that really, uh, it, it makes all the sense in the world as to why he got so upset with Mark Goddard and kept going after him. Baby Spice said I was 16, 17 years old. Going to my dad's fights, he's now 25. He has a different type of mental experience than most athletes. He's been around the game so much of his life. Oh man, big left hand, just barely missed. Make a mistake, turning his back, both hooks in. He might have it right here. Got it. It's all over. Baby Slice by submission. First round, rear naked choke. You think about the heavy hands, you think about the ground and pound, but he turned his back and made a mistake. He gave up his neck. They battled on the ground, and maybe Slice showed the versatility, Jimmy, that you talked about earlier. Yeah. All right. You heard it. Baby Slice. Kevin Ferguson Jr., the man who holds the name of Kimbo Slice. A gentleman I got a chance to meet <sighs> right before his last fight uh, when Bellator came in town and they announced the fight between he and Dada 5000. He was out at Dave and Buster's for a fan fest. I got out there, got to meet him, shook his hand, took a picture. He was, he was a cool dude. He was a cool dude. Uh, and his son is doing his thing. Fought, like they said, he's got a lot more versatility than his father does. Uh, he being baby slice. Threw a left hook. It was a little wild. Well, it wasn't that wild. He threw a left hook and missed. But he was able to then take his arm and sink it right under Freeman's neck. Choked him out with that rear naked choke. It was all over. And Fred Freeman is from St. Louis. Fred the Demon Freeman. Uh, don't know about that nickname, but hey, uh, it is what it is. He's from St. Louis. So, you know, don't like to see St. Louis guys lose, but it happens. It happens. All right. I'll be back with the next fight. Yeah. Mark Goddard, our referee. 140-pound fight. Maria Casanova. And that lady, Sinead K.O. Kavanaugh. Here we go. Tonight's fight brought to you by Miller Lite, the original light beer. Cheers. It's Miller time. Blue gloves for Casanova. Red gloves for Sinead Kavanaugh, whose teammate, Charlie Ward, has already earned a knockout victory tonight. And yes, fans at home, you heard an Irish crowd boo referee because Conor McGregor went after him. Trying to finish it quickly is Kavanaugh. Oh, she's all over her already. Going to slide into full mount. Went from bad to worse very, very quickly. Oh, my goodness. You just heard the whole fight from the announcement of the referee to the end of the fight. All together, less than a minute. And I wanted to catch them booing Mark Goddard because I thought that was the funniest thing. <laughs> oh, it's crazy. It's crazy. Ireland definitely loves Conor McGregor. And 
and Mark Gallup may have some problems riffing in Ireland going forward. Uh, Bama and a number of other European MMA promotions do fight there in Ireland. Uh, and Mark, Mark Goddard is like, for real, he's like the big John McCarthy, the Herb Dean of referees in Europe, not just the UK, in Europe. So that's uh, <laughs> that's mighty funny. That's mighty funny. And honestly, it looks like he's been reffing every single fight tonight. So we'll see if he's uh, reffing the final fight, which pits AJ the Mercenary McKee against Brian Moore. Moore was supposed to fight another one of Connor's teammates in James Gallagher, but uh, or Gallagher, I don't know how to pronounce it. I hear it said both ways. Either way it goes, he got hurt, couldn't fight, and AJ McKee, who has some beef with Gallagher or Gallagher again don't know how to say it but either way it goes they've been jawing back and forth for a while and really that's the fight that I want to see in Bellator those two young hungry fighters going after each other Uh, Gallagher's got to get better before that happens Uh, but we will see how things turn out with McKee and with Brian Moore shortly. Stay tuned. It's your man, The Voice. Trackstar Sports, MMA correspondent. You know, main card on Friday. You know how we do it. Ladies and gentlemen, inside the Bellator cage, the end comes 34 seconds into round number one. The winner by TKO, Dublin Zone, Shanae with the winner. Sinead, you told us I hit ferociously hard. I hit you once, you go down. It's hard to script it a lot better than that. Everything went your way. Yeah, it was about time. <laughs> Last time in America, you know, it was a tough fight. And um, we thought we, we won it, like, you know, but um, yeah, it's good to get the win in the hometown. Uh, you talked about that, how much you learned from that. How much you said, hey, I'm not going to get in these long wars and long fights. If I finish fight, I'm going to do it. You saw your opportunity and took it, especially on the ground. Was that from that loss in the last fight? Was it from you learning so much against a long fight with Blenko? Yeah, we went back to basics. Um, you know, I was feeding out the left. You know, just to get that right, because that's the power shot there. And boom, good night. Now... The woman you fought last time, Arlene Blanco, is fighting for the title against Julia Budd. You said that close decision loss told me I'm on that level. What's your message for the winner of that fight? I'm right here. I'm right now to fight. Let's go. She's ready to go. Sinead K.O. Kavanaugh. Five minutes remain. Red gloves, McKee. Blue gloves, Brian Moore. AJ McKee trying to open his Bellator career 10 and 0. He caught him. Oh, great shot. Caught him off balance. Good job moving around the legs. McKee, fast pace with this ground and pound. Just what he wanted. A shot, in a shot in the arm and a fast start to kind of change the momentum and tempo of the fight. One hook in. Going rear naked. Can he get it? Looking to lock it down. 
Leon Roberts making sure. He's out. Flores. He's out. And it's official. It is all over. AJ McKee chokes out Brian Moore. Man. Salute to AJ the Mercenary McKee for winning his 10th fight in Bellator. Only 10 and 0 fighter in Bellator history. So making history tonight at the three in Dublin, Ireland. Started off in the third round. AJ McKee caught more with a one-two. Wop wop. Dropped him. Jumped on top. Started hitting him with some good grounding pound. Moore worked his way over to the fence. Was turning, trying to get up. Gave up his back. So what happened? Well, Baby Slice got a rear naked choke. Slipping in that arm. And McKee took his cue. Did the same thing. Got it in. He didn't have any hooks in either. It was just in mount. And Moore was kind of turned on his side. But his hands were trapped beneath McKee's legs. And he couldn't get out of it. And McKee kept choking till he went out. Uh, Moore started kicking at the end. You know, this is kind of an involuntary reaction and or he was trying to kick the ref to say get me out of here because i can't tap with my hands either way it goes he got that victory aj mckee that is and now it's one and one between sbg ireland and the body shop because gallagher beat somebody from the body shop and now aj mckee has beat somebody from sbg ireland i really think that's the next fight to make uh, there were some holes exposed in McKee's game tonight. You get a good striker against him. He can be hit and hit cleanly. So uh, that's something he needs to work on. But I think Gallagher would be a perfect match for him in their next fights. <laughs> it would be amazing. All right. That's the night of fights for Bellator 187 once again. It did not disappoint. Wonderful, wonderful nights. I love Bellator. Love watching these fights. And I love giving you guys my commentary as it happens. So until next time, it's your man, The Voice, TriStar Sports MMA correspondent, and I'm sounding off. What's good, everybody? It's your man, The Voice. And I was listening to... The MMA Road Show. Salute to MMA Junkie John and The Cold Coffee. Love the show. Been a loyal listener for years. Anyway, I was listening to the show. They happen to be talking about Paulo Borchina or Paulo Costa, aka The Eraser, and how Derek Brunson keeps saying, you're on the juice, you're on the juice, you're on the juice. You don't pass the eye test, you're on the juice. And they were just talking about how so many people have been caught by USADA as of late. And brought up John Jones on how he popped positive twice and probably was on something the whole time. He was just on something good that they couldn't catch. And it made me think about Anderson Silva and how he popped positive back in 2015 for the first time in his career. And it had been, you know, a long time. 
that he'd been fighting and had never had any positive tests before that. Now, granted, USADA was around at this time and they had not been around previously. So that that bears some weight. And then what happens today? He gets flagged for another potential violation steroids once again. And this is so hard because I love Anderson Silva. Anyone who has been watching MMA over the past decade knows how phenomenal this dude was in his prime. As a matter of fact, I'm just thinking back to him beating uh, Chael Sonnen the first time with a broken rib and Chael Sonnen popping positive for steroids. Again, maybe Anderson just had some of the good stuff that was not detectable. I don't know. But I'm sad. I'm real sad. I'm real sad. I mean, this is this is akin to Barry Bonds and everything that that was surrounding him and Mark McGuire back in the late 90s all these home runs being hit just reviving baseball making making the sport wonderful and something that you want to watch again and then all of this stuff start happening all of these allegations and, and things it's sad it's sad here's the the funny part about it well not funny but interesting part about it the guy who helped break the whole thing against Balco is now the person who's running the drug testing program for the UFC and he's not playing he's not playing he may be employed by the UFC but he's working together with USADA to make sure that it is an even and clean playing field again my heart is hurt it is what it is you know fool me once shame on you fool me twice shame on me and it's highly probable we'll never see Anderson fight in the octagon again if he is charged he'll get to maybe four years he's what 41 now he'll be 43 to 45 would we watch it? Well, to quote um, <laughs> to quote some other MMA podcasts, hashtag would watch. But I'm sure even at that point, it'd be a shell of himself because he's been going downhill for some years now. Oh, Anderson, why'd you do it? And that removes two from the Mount Rushmore and the greatest of all time conversation. John Jones and Anderson Silva can't talk about them in that light anymore because it's highly probable that they were using the whole time. It's your man, the voice sounding off. Yeah.